0: One of the biggest selling points of the new school is that it's in the heart of a big city, but that also makes students dependent on public transportation.
1: It was another nightmare commute for thousands of New Yorkers who...
0: The MTA's woes were so severe, summer 2017, that Governor Andrew Como declared a state of emergency, and the students at the new school were among the system's many victims. I take the train. The L from Halsey to uh, 6th Ave. I take the train, the M. I get to school by taking the train, the Q. Union Square, the station most commonly traveled to in order to get to new school campus, ranked number four in all stations as the most travel-through weekday station that same year. The station also ranked number four in the general annual category for ridership in 2016. Student Kimber Monroe takes precautions. Definitely, like, do not depend on the trains. Like, if I need to be on time, I need to leave earlier than, like, 35 minutes. I need to leave, like, an hour before to play it safe. Like, the trains were a disaster today, like... If I hadn't left it with the time I had left, like I, I definitely wouldn't have made my class, like at all. I leave an hour before class starts yeah. for a twenty minute train ride. Because you know what happens that you're late, even when you leave an hour before, which is insane. Right. According to an article in the New York Times, the average number of delays in a month has increased from about 20,000 in 2012 to more than 67,450 in May 2017. In economic terms, that's a total of $864,000 of last pay for the city's inhabitants per day. Well, I've lived here all my life, so it's changed many, many ways. Um, I, I haven't been traveling via the L train Like, for a long time, I just moved. But um, I do have to say that transportation has gone pretty bad in the past couple years or so. Since Hurricane Sandy, L-Train users have experienced major delays due to ongoing construction. We spoke to WNYC transportation reporter Stephen Nesson to get the inside scoop on the MTA's plan for smoother commutes from that area.
1: As of right now... What the plan is, is to have buses leaving every three minutes from Williamsburg into the city, uh, which a lot of people would think is just completely unrealistic. Uh, people who take the L train, they will be able to switch to other lines like the J and the Z, um, and they could even switch to the G. But people say those train stations are all also already overcrowded. Uh, so how are you going to handle even 100 more people? The platforms could get dangerously crowded.
0: How long has the subway like needed repairs to decline? It's
1: been a slow decline, and also they just never really upgraded the trains. Like they were supposed to get new train cars, but it's always one problem after another.
0: Um, What politically and economically is preventing the MTA from like fixing the
1: subways? Well, economically, it's money. Um, They run at a deficit. They do have some budgeting issues, despite the fact that they have a billion dollars, you know, billions of dollars in their budget. The money goes fast, and it goes in lots of different directions, and it's cut up for different projects. All these different lines, different um, railroads have their own projects, their own operations. Um, So it's it's a balancing act. They don't want to just focus on one thing, although the subways are currently the lifeblood of the city. They are trying to figure out ways to get long-term funding for the MTA. There's a lot of proposals right now.
0: One proposal in particular that Nesson told us to look out for is called congestion pricing, which will charge a fee to drivers in Lower Manhattan.
1: Congestion pricing would be huge. Lots of cities do it. London does it. Singapore does it. Stockholm does it. And generally, they've been moderate. They've been successful at raising money and reducing traffic. Governor right now wants to roll it out slowly. He wants to start with charging uh, for higher vehicles like Uber, Lyft, via charge them an extra fee, since they contribute mostly to a lot of the congestion.
0: Nesson also explains that a more futuristic, computer-based train controls would be the goal for the future, allowing trains to come closer together and for more people to populate each line.
1: And they all need to be modernized, and that's sort of one of the big long-term problems that they'll have to deal with.
0: But not all hope is lost. The MTA has recently put aside $4 billion for station upgrades and repairs through 2019 across all five boroughs. On February 23rd, the MTA board voted to spend $200 million on station upgrades and repairs at Penn Station and 32 other stations. Change is slowly coming to the MTA system, but it has been a long process held up by political maneuvering and unwillingness by elected officials to claim responsibility for the upgrades. Strangely enough, though, despite the problems students encounter on their daily commutes, some still enjoy the subway ride itself. I do actually, yeah, it's, it's relaxing for me and I, I sometimes I'm able to get work done, I sometimes listen to podcasts or music or, yeah, it's kind of like, especially at the end of the day, I think it's like my downtime. like getting to the train, I think it's more stressful, like, okay, I'm walking and I'm tired and I'm carrying my heavy stuff, but if I can like sit down on the train, then it's like, I can kind of clear my head. And- you know, you can sit there, you can read a book, you can relax while you're being transported, which is great, so you don't have to focus on driving or whatever. And you can talk to new people. You can meet new people. It's just, it's relaxing. For WNSR, this is Meredith Bastion.